0: take i am your host danny rodriguez welcome back on this episode we dove into the nutrition world we brought you guys mr nate schmidt and um the dude's a legend man so the easiest way i can say it we had a great conversation where we talked about obviously the main topic being nutrition but we talked a lot about his upbringing man and all the crazy stuff that he's been through uh to make him you know the guy he is now it was super exciting man um he has a company called Nate's where he has Nate's Functional Creamer. It's tremendous. I use it on my coffee every single day. I put the link in the podcast script, so go check that out. But I want you guys to hear his great words of wisdom first. So without further ado, I bring to you guys Mr. Nate Schmidt. Alternate Take, what is up, you guys, man? We are back with another episode, man. We brought you guys the awesome Nate Schmidt. How you doing, sir?
1: Good, man. Happy to be
0: here. Hell yeah, dude. Stoked, man. I had to bring you on, man, because um, I came across your work on Instagram, dude. And I've been, I think I've followed it for a couple months now, man, at least. And um, it's been really cool for me, dude. I've used a lot of your recipes already, like fucking basic ones, man. Like the ones that's just like appetizers, snacks, like guacamole. I put in this and I love it, man. And um, now I have your functional creamer. It's the fucking best, which sounded weird saying that out loud. but (laughs) I know show them show them what I'm talking about so everyone doesn't think I'm a fucking weirdo for a second. all here. right
1: so this is a broken broken jar Nate's creamer <laughs> for Nate's use only the broken lid there it is. yeah, so this is a this is our uh, functional creamer and you can actually just I don't know if you tried just doing like this, but you can just eat a bite, which is pretty cool. So yeah. like I will do that all the time when I'm on the go, like I'm running from stuff to stuff and I'm, and I'm just slam busy. I just, I take a spoon, I take half almond butter, half Nate's creamer, and I'm off to the races. So it's super helpful. Yeah.
0: Hell yeah, man. Well, dude, tell me how you got started, man. Like, uh, I see a lot of influencers on, on YouTube, social media, trying to get started on like, you know, cooking recipes or trying to, It's it's tough out there, man. It's a, it's a competitive market to get stuff like that. but, How'd you get started man how did it all work out for you
1: so i mean i I played football in high school i was a i was a really good football player um and uh you know i got recruited by some big schools and i i you know i was i was like a kind of a messed up kid you know like like i didn't have um a dad growing up so my mom was a single mom and um you know four giant kids one mom (laughs) And, and, uh, she just did her best, you know? So she would just buy regular food for us and no crap, but nothing was prepared. So it was like, if you want to eat, you got to cook. Right. You know? And we were like gigantic human beings. So we were like, well, we should probably learn how to cook. (laughs) So (laughs) the routine would be like, get home from school Turn on the TV, great chefs, great cities, great chefs of the world, and we would watch that religiously every day on PBS. Like It was the first thing we did, so we'd watch it, and then Bob Ross would come on. (laughs) And Bob, if you might not remember, but he was a painter, so we'd watch great stuff, we'd watch it. Bob Ross would come on, and me and my two brothers would just be like passed out on the couch, right? Yeah. So, but like, we just always, we grew up cooking. Like that was the way, that was the way it went. And, um, you know, we're all athletes. My mom is a saint of a woman. She would get up before school and take us to hockey practice. I grew up in Minnesota. Um, so like scraping the minivan off in the driveway, like covered in snow at like five o'clock in the morning. And my mom would drive us to hockey. And sit in a cold rink before school and watch us practice and then drive home and then she go to work all day. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like like so hardcore, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's kind of like it's like my life was just like athletics and food. You know, we drink a gallon of milk a day.
0: (laughs) Me and my brothers
1: would literally drink a gallon of milk a day. Like it's insane. So um, you know, and then I, I got recruited by a bunch of schools. I messed up everything. I uh I went ended up going to Montana State and I was like, in my mind, I was way too good to be there. Like I don't belong here. And and it's still division one football. And that's a really bad attitude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you know better than all of you it's a really bad attitude and i had my head shoved up my ass so far and these guys are fucking good at football yeah and i just was like i'm too good to be here and i shouldn't be here and this is bullshit and whatever and and like they taught me very quickly that like no no, that's not that's not how it goes that's not how it's going down you had that
0: moment where apollo takes him to the ghetto ass gym (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh shit! I, they got that eye. Yeah. Right. They got the look. Yeah, it was so bad, man. And there was this, you know, there was just I, I just had a really I got created like enemies, you know, and I just, I just was like super egotistical. I didn't have like a a man to like kind of guide me and like show me like how to act, how to be right. Just kind of given a lot of like talent, but like no ideas on how to like manage it, you know. So. I ended up just drinking a lot in college and screwing up a lot and bad attitude. And I got hurt a bunch of times. I uh, had my shoulder reconstructed and then uh, I hurt my knee and then I ended up rupturing a disc in my back. Yes. And yeah, and that was kind of like the the last straw for me. Um, and it really started everything like the humility and the reality, nobody gives a shit. like you gotta like do everything you want you have to create. you know like I I when I was getting recruited that movie Blue Chips came out and I'm like, I'm blue Chip. <laughs> obviously. like yeah. come on like like I want to go to Notre Dame, but I'm not gonna call them right They're gonna come and talk to my mom, put some money in my bank account like no, that's not what's gonna happen you know like that's not that's a movie like that's not real you know everyone in the navy they they all thought they were (laughs) top gun and
0: shit everyone
1: thought they were exactly yeah so um so i got kicked in the the face really hard reality just came crumbling down and i went down to my locker and all my stuff was out of my locker and i was like hey like where's my stuff and they're like oh you didn't know i'm like no what like no we you're cut and i'm like we got a new head coach i was hurt and he didn't resign my scholarship and the way it worked at that time and i don't know exactly how it works now but when you get a new head coach they can reorganize the program and they didn't sign me again so like i was fucked so, and I couldn't go and try out for another school. Cause I literally couldn't feel my left leg. Like I was in so much pain. So it was like pretty much rock bottom for me. And, uh, you know, at the time, and I got a job, like working for a construction company. And I was just like, told the guy, like, I'll do whatever you want. Like, I'll just carry stuff around and whatever. And I'm hurt, but I'm like, I need a job. You know, so we had to drive up um, the Skeleton River Valley at like four in the morning to uh, the job site. And I had had to dig the houses out before we could start like all the snow out of the before we could start working. Right. So long story long, I ended up going to this school um, called HealthWorks Institute to start getting treatment on my back. And I was like, hey, like. I'm I'm I don't have any money like I'm in a bad place you know like I need help and you know they they really like graciously took me in not just because like they were very kind which they were but I was a good science experiment for them because I was a pretty top-notch athlete that was really fucked up yeah so like I would go in during like my Fridays because we work four days a week and I would just the the whole like class would just work on me And the director of the program came up to me and she was like, hey, you know, why don't you just go to school here? Like, you can get a loan and, you know, you'll get work. Like, you get a loan, you know, like you'll figure out, like, what's going on with your body. And so that's what I did. Like, that's kind of where everything started and um, started just working on people. And uh, turned out I was pretty good at it because I'm like a big person and i'm pretty in tune with other people and i have a good sense of like empathetically i think a big part of it was like getting hurt and knowing what it's like to be hurt so then when i would work with athletes um i could understand like what they were going through so i ended up you know doing pretty well with that i got a job with the st louis blues and i traveled around with them and uh that was that was pretty pretty awesome like I ended up getting into like some more like technical treatment styles like active release they, they paid for me to fly around the country and get trained and and then I uh I, I worked for Alex Rodriguez I've worked for some amazing people and then I worked for the LA Kings and uh you know it was really good but I, I had this other kind of like thing brewing inside of me as um i got sober when i worked for the kings and i realized like how much food um affects uh how much pain you're in so i studied really fucking hard like looking at my my posture and my hips and thinking like how like how can i um make myself feel better just like physically with just Like being super aligned, moving correctly, and it didn't work. Like I was suffering. I was like in so much pain, and my mom was sick with cancer. This is a long story. I hope I'm not like rambling. To the
0: podcasts are all about. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay. So my mom was sick. Um, My mom got pancreatic cancer, and uh, while I was working for the Blues, and um, you know, it was super devastating, and they're injecting her with irradiated sugar water and the sugar is going directly to the pancreas, to the cancer. (laughs) And I'm like, what's going on with that? Like, they're like, oh yeah, it's, you know, survives on sugar. I'm like, huh, maybe she shouldn't eat sugar. Like, I don't know anything about this, but like, it just kind of makes sense. If that stuff eats sugar, maybe just don't give it sugar. Right, And then I start like researching it and like looking into it and I'm totally right. You know, like cancer lives on sugar. And so, you know, my brother and I started making all these sauces with like turmeric and, and coconut oil and all this stuff to try to like entice her out of eating carbohydrates and eating like a, a fat based diet. But, you know, we were on to something. Like it was, it was like delicious and we were right. But the doctors were just completely not on the same page at that time. Like they thought that you needed people like robust and healthy and like they wanted, they didn't want to, it's for us. Like we don't want to see skinny cancer patients because it makes us uncomfortable. Right. But like for that person, it's okay. That they look like they're gonna die, like it's okay that they're. I mean, this is just my opinion, but like I'm not a doctor, but like I've done a fair amount of research on this, and like it's okay that they look sick. Like you want to starve the cancer, you know, and um so she didn't listen to us. Like, not that it would have made a huge difference. She had pancreatic cancer, but she she survived a long time. She had a Whipple surgery and. Um, she lived with cancer for like almost six years, you know, which is like, nobody does that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So she passed away, but you know, meanwhile, I'm drinking like crazy and, uh, you know, medicating myself and eating like Jack's pizza and drinking whiskey and eating, you know, chips. And one day I was, it was Christmas like six years ago. And um, I'm just in the in my aunt's kitchen, and I'm drinking wine out of a bottle. And I thought I saw my mom like walk by, yeah. and it like, and I'm like holding a bottle of of Cabernet, <laughs> and I was like, I'm done, like I quit, you know, and and I didn't I did not had a drink after that, and and then I start thinking like. I know there's another person inside me like i know that i'm that i have like a whole nother like i was a puffy fat like sad person but i knew that there was another person and i'm like fuck it i'm just gonna do it yeah. and i learned so much about taking care of my mom and how and i knew that it applied to me i knew it so i started I started eating these sauces that my brother and I were making. It was The company was called Fit Sauce. And um, it was fat and turmeric-based sauces. And I'm eating all this fat and I'm not even worried about losing weight. I'm not even thinking about losing weight. I'm just like trying to make my back feel better. And then I'm like, I'll figure it out. But I'm eating this, this fat and turmeric and I'm just like, mel- like I'm leaning out like crazy um and i lose like 60 pounds in 6 months and my back pain goes away and i'm like okay so then i start like exploring it with my athletes that i'm working with and watching their performance change and because like at, the main thing that guys want is is to be fast right like it doesn't matter what sport it is like if you're fast like that's the game changer Right. You know, and what makes you slow? The main thing that makes you slow is fear. Like fear you're gonna blow your groin out. fear fear your ankles jacked, like fear you're not gonna be able to stop and turn. like but if you can move without those inhibitions, like it's a game changer. So I start getting like guys like Nate Thompson, like who's like an older NHL guy start getting him online with the stuff and he's like it's like 40 no he's not 40 he's like 30 late 30s and he's testing out testing all the young kids on the team like he's on a whole another level like he got sober he like went through this like the same kind of progression that I did just like god wasn't fair when he made some people you know yes. and like this guy like he could just he could just perform but, but be hung over like well what if you weren't yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> like what do you like, make what if, <laughs> yeah you know like what if you were like really prepared you know like then 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 what would happen you know and and I started to be able to explore that with him and and then some other guys um, NFL guys and different players and um and I started this program which is like that's what that's what I'm doing now, along with Nate Screamer. Like I'll take like Aaron Johnson, who's like a big um movie star and an awesome guy. And God is not fair when he made that guy because <laughs> he's so beautiful and he moves so incredibly well. Um and I met him through like this, I don't know, it's just like my aunt, my aunt says, like, go where there's suction. You know, and I just started like getting momentum with this idea that I had and started just giving someone every single thing that they were going to eat. Like if I don't give it to you, you don't eat it. And then that turned into what the program was. Like the program and it started just as food. And I started just as a ketogenic program. So it it was at that time. The next iteration of the company was to be keto because I was like dogmatic. Like I'm like, this is the way, like if anybody does anything different, they're fucking wrong. Like this is the way. And I was wrong about that. (laughs) 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 But like I I was right about a lot. And I said at the beginning, like, I'm going to do the best that I know how to do right now. And like, that's what I'm doing right now. And that's what, like what we're going to keep doing is like, this is the best thing that I can do right now, you know? So Aaron kind of switched the whole game, part of what switched the game, because I was getting him ready for other movies where he wanted to be really lean. And that was cool because like keto totally worked. I put him on a bone broth cleanse or whatever. And then he got cast as Craven the Hunter, which is a big Marvel movie that's coming out um, in a few months but he's so he's the lead he's Craven, right so he's 165 pounds i just got him done with uh, bullet train i think it was and we're we're going into craven and he's like i need to gain 40 pounds Jeez. and i'm like okay let's go like,
0: <laughs> so, like not like 40 like a lean 40 pounds that's fucking hard like some-
1: jacked 40 yeah. right and he's like i don't want to take any drugs like, we're going to do this. I, I need to do this 100% natural. And I was like, well, uh, it's not going to happen, but we'll see what happens. Like, let's go. So, here's a gigantic thing of custard and a bowl of rice. Like, let's go, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> so we start, and I kind of like, I'm like, I'm not a trainer. I told him, like, but like, we can work out. Right. Like, I'll, I'll work out with you. So we started working out every day, him and me, and we train in the morning. And I, you know, give him breakfast, after, you know, before and then work out, give him lunch. And then we just like connected really deeply going through this process together. And in eight months, we put 40 pounds on him. Damn. And it was, it was amazing. Like, you know, like he just, yeah, you know, he went to, I think he went to Juilliard for like dance. Like he's a, he can, like, if you look at his Instagram, the way he moves his body is just like insane. I'm not into dudes, but if I was kind of thinking about it, he would be the one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, I've been able to work with a lot of actors and a lot of athletes doing this program. I've, done, I've been doing it now for, I think like three and a half, four years. Um, and the intention with the with the program was let me get like my chops on these guys and get my name out there and show that this is a real thing and then I want to share this on a digital platform and with a product line you know and you know my business partner Mitch is a he's an amazing um editor videographer you know he made all the the web design and we went to high school together and he's just like a smart guy that I like love and we're super different and he's really smart and um so he's like well why don't we just like make some cooking videos and just like see if we can get you know like get people to like engage with what you're doing so we you know he's got a place down in Lomita and you know it's just like put a burner on the countertop and um, you know, people like loved it, you know, like I was at a stop sign the other day and it was like, is that Nate? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love your cooking videos. And I'm like, hell yeah, man. That's fucking awesome. So, you know, the, and it, it really is like what I do, you know, like, it's like really an expression. And like, you talked about, like it's a challenging landscape and it's like, I don't even think at all about that. I'm just like, this thing is in me and I've been trying to get it out. Like I knew that this, that this need is needs to come out of me, you know? And um, I think people understand when they watch it that like my little jokes and stuff, like there's like some, I feel like some connection in the sense that like, like I've been through something, some hard stuff and like i understand what it's what it's like to be in pain and to be overweight and like i'm trying to like we're making a new t-shirt that's like the phd like i'm a previously heavy dude you know <laughs> <laughs> it's Like, you hear like <laughs> i have a phd you know like i have a phd like i i know what like i understand and um i understand that like the Like how evolutionary what my work is, is like self-love and, um, you know, like, why do we eat? Like, what's the point? Like, why do we drink booze? Like, why do we eat shit? Like, why do we make these kinds of bad choices? And why do we make good choices? You know, it's, it's, it's all about love. It's just like self-love and, um and i feel like that kind of words coming out of this kind of person like resonates because i'm like what am i like am i like i'm trying to teach men like how to be okay with just like being vulnerable like being you know like right. you can be a badass motherfucker and also like pick flowers <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> To tell you,
0: you when you're a bad motherfucker when you're ripped to the gills, you know, like flowers, man. you be like, I'm
1: enjoying Whatever, that. say something about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, man, I don't know. Um, so yeah, so Nates is the is the first product, and I mean, like, literally, this is where everything started for me, like for real. Um, I had I had all my stuff lined up on my counter. And I would make my drink in the morning. And I would run to the gym. I work out. And then I run home. And then I eat. And I did that for six months. And I didn't, and I didn't like wouldn't do this with a client because like I was fucking dizzy at the gym. (laughs) Like I was going through something, you know, like I was going through some like some cathartic like rebirth you know and if you want to do that that's awesome but like a lot of times that's just not sustainable and that's where like what i'm trying to do with nates is like like make it sustainable like you don't have to suffer to succeed like you can have delicious food but you got to leave some stuff behind you know or it's 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 just not working like we're we're fucked up. Like yeah. our culture is messed up. You know what I mean? So um the intention is um to make you know, like make everything, like I make everything. You know, like the little crate thing that I make for my my son, like it's kind of a pain in the ass. You know, I gotta smash a banana and yeah, whatever. But like it's I, it pays dividends like everything in nature you take the short path like it will be harder every nice. time every time without fail so it's like you know my little man was sick and we started like giving him tv because we're like oh he's sick you know he just needs a rest and then it starts like snowballing and then he's like oh we got to go and in get in the car we'll put the tv on and then he starts like manipulating us like crazy to get this TV, and one day we just like we just had to like detox him, yeah, like no more TV, like zero. And it's been two months now, and he and he's like so much, he's so much better. He's such a better kid, wow. and it's literally the and that's nature. Like kids are metal. Like they don't care. Like they will show you what's working and what's not working. If you're out of alignment, they will teach you Like the pain teacher. They are, they are the pain teacher. And like, it's cool about kids because you can see how it works, you know, like, but we are exactly the same. It's all metaphor. You know? Yeah. Like, definitely. So the more you apply that kind of stuff to yourself, like, and you start chipping away, like, it's insane. Absolutely. Yeah, you know?
0: it's, it's funny how they say like uh, how they say I, I've heard the term before, or the phrase, especially like Hispanic heritage, like food is love. They say that all the time. But it is, man. It's like it's it's what you do to love yourself. It's what you do for mm-hmm. other it's as Simple as someone making you a sandwich is just like an act of love, you know, but um, the ingredients to everything is just so damn important, man. And mm-hmm. you know, your, your example with kids, you know, like how many parents are you just giving kids their just their iPads just so they can shut up and how quickly that does not pay off in a couple of years when they're just brats and then they're not good kids. Yeah. And ADD. Well, and it's, it's whatever. like,
1: it, we it, you not know, with, with the, with all these things, like it's immediately gives you back pain. Right. Like you candy bar, like my back hurts, you know, but like, and then like, and then, you know, like you get these like down, you know, downhill kind of like issues too. But like with my kid, like, initially like i look back in the car and he's like like i'm like this is wrong yeah so like bam i just got hit with something and then and then he starts like acting up like in short term and then he has like they will develop like a physiological like issue like add or whatever it's it's the metaphor is exactly the same absolutely all of our things. Like you get a backache, start to get a little fluffy. You know what I mean. Like you start to not be able to pay attention. Like like we get all these. You start to like develop like a little blood sugar issue. You start to like you know like all these things. You know, and so what I say to my my clients is like, catch it faster. Like like you're gonna fuck up. Like sex and food. Those are, like, the two things that we have to do, but we can abuse. Like, you can just quit drugs and alcohol. Like, you can just quit that. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, food and sex, like, those are the ones you got to be that are hardest for, like, addiction specialists to deal with. Because, like, you still got to eat and you still got to, like, should probably be having sex. Those are two, like, really dangerous, like, things that, like, you can abuse, right? So, um. Yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, I can't remember where I was going with that, but it's, it's just an incredible uh, thing. And like what I'm trying to, to like, it's all an analogy. Like that's like how my work is transforming in the individual basis. And I think why people are resonating with like my, my, my funny social media stuff is like the layers are all there. Right. Like there's like a joke, but it's kind of like
0: ah, that's,
1: you know, some of the stuff is like a little bit. There's like a layers to it, you know. Yeah. So, and yeah. and,
0: I, I think like when you are an influencer in any way, dude, you got to be authentic, man. People know when you're not. Like it's 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 tough out there, man. And like that's what people are drawn to. Like for example, Joe Rogan is the king of podcasts. That's what he does. People like him because he's authentic. That's really why they mm-hmm. like him because he's curious he's willing to learn new things and same thing with like cooking stuff man when i see you doing your thing i know for a fact this is a recipe you make i know that you're you're happy to make it because it's it's not it doesn't look fake at all i know that you're actually enjoying what you're doing and people like that shit it's it's a it's, yeah. a, it's an addictive energy that people want to be a part of like you know even from my interviews i don't even prep for any of them really i really don't because it won't seem authentic and I want to be engaged in the conversation of the person I'm having with very few times are exceptions. Like if someone's like a medical expert and I got to like be specific about the question or whatnot. But other than that, man, I want people to enjoy it. I want it to be like, you're hanging out with a friend, you know? Um, and I wanted to touch on to your point that you said about like the traumas, man. I thought that was fascinating, man, because you know, um, it's not something you would think about when you see your page, you wouldn't think about, man, there's a huge backstory to this. You just, you're enjoying the content you're getting. You're like, man, I'm going to use these recipes for, you know, for my life and for my kids and whatever. Um, But the background to it's awesome, man. I think you should like try to, you know, talk about that a lot more, man. I think it's very cool because people resonate with that, man. I, and I think it's very um, impressive to use traumas for your benefit because I think it has a negative connotation in general, right? Trauma usually means something bad, which it usually is, but like the, the positive of traumas is that you can use them for your benefit you can use them to get yourself better. Um, and when people choose to do that, like, okay, I was a fuck up. Now I'm not going to be, because I know what it's like to be one, you know? Okay. Yeah. I did have the loss of my mother and now I'm going to live in her honor by doing these things. Like that's mm-hmm. honorable. That's the way you should. That's, that's what someone who's not cowardly does. That's what someone who decides to take fate to their own hands. Um, and it just lays such a foundation for your family, for your kids, for your friends, and for your business, man. I think that's a very cool thing to have. And I think it's it's a cool thing that's a part of your story, man, for real.
1: Yeah. It, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, it's hard, you know, like you look at like missed opportunities. It's hard not to look at missed opportunities. Like, but then at the same time, it's like, did I really want to get my brain smashed? Right, Like like if everything went as planned, like it's not the plan, dude. Like the plan is, is this like, and that's what I was talking about. Like when it go where there's suction, like when you feel it pulling you, like it's right. You know, like when you feel like that energy, like happening, like you should be doing this thing, you should, and you got to lean into that and we're antennas and we need to like the more we can figure out where we're getting pulled like the better the better off we're going to be in general and like the food like the food is like the first it's step 1 like raise your vibration and you start picking up these signals you know and um i feel like i started like late On a lot of this stuff because I had to get kicked in the face a lot to turn my antenna on, but like now that it's on, like starting to like like work, um, and I'm starting to be able to show people how this works. Like, it's super exciting, and I and I just feel like this this it's it sounds kind of like hocus pocus, but like when you start your day with with real power it changes your life
0: dude seriously you you know
1: (laughs) if you can if you can pick up those signals in like a like a fasted state where you're like pumping and like like it starts you start to like pick things up
0: right yeah man they use these terms too like super super superfoods all the time and rarely are what people say actually superfoods and like certain ingredients put together are man and like your creamer is fucking that dude like <laughs> talk about that shit all the time but dude like how many times are people making like a coffee like a bulletproof coffee for years getting their own thing like this is yeah. a really perfect thing like it has everything in it already um but i couldn't agree with you more man it's it's a it's really weird how we sabotage ourselves consistently um i just talked about this with a a doctor we had on about like last week um we're talking about how easy it is to give into your, like your, your dopamine triggers mm-hmm. and be willing to sacrifice a bit of pain just temporarily to get some sort of success, whether it be like your mouth porn that you just can't sacrifice, whether it be like those couple of times yeah. where you're sore and you're like, this is fucking sucks. Or most of the time, it's not even the soreness. It's just going there and staring and looking at everybody who's in better shape than you, who's doing it. That thought already is like, fuck that. I'm not going, I don't want to go there and, and have my shirt fit. Yeah. like. And not yeah. by myself for about an hour like around these super in shape people like i'm gonna feel like garbage and then what you're probably gonna realize is that most of the time people there don't give a shit they're not even looking at not you, at all. you know? not
1: at all they're
0: not even looking at you and yeah and it's all in your own head and it's it's interesting how we just we beat ourselves consistently just to you know i, I don't know why i really don't know why it's 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 self-sabotage is a weird thing but we we assume yeah. all the time i do it all the fucking time
1: like i'll take the yeah. trash
0: out later i'm like but
1: Take them out now, yeah. Like fuck, a hundred percent, yeah. And the more we can, and and it's a we. It's it's like I'm not talking. I'm not trying to like talk to people in a condescending way, you know. Like like we. It's like a collective. We are as brothers. Like we are holding each other up. Like in general, like that's That's, this is our this is the point, you know. Like and it's it's hard for me because like that's my job, like every day is to like show up and be like let's go right like absolutely. we're working out we're eating like and this is fun and like let's go and it it is like it it's pretty cool like it's a pretty cool gig you know um but you know i really i'm i'm really excited about scaling this this concept and and i and i'm working on the concept of like how do i navigate like getting to like the next intentional level of like like what it what this stuff like really means to me you know what i mean and i'm grateful to be here and express like my story because like i think it, the context is really important i'm not just like this guy that like you know just had an easy life and like, I'm fit as shit and like, whatever. No, like I like, I was in so much pain. Like I couldn't get out of bed and I was fat and I was super addicted to alcohol and drugs, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And like, I, it was hard as hell, you know? Like I went to meetings, I went to, I did all these, all this hard stuff. And like the thing that, that really like made a difference was like this concept of fat for fuel, like the satiety level that you get when you drink something that's like grass fed ghee and it's so nourishing and like, you're not hungry. And like, Oh, it's $37. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's a really good deal. Like, Like that's two breakfasts at Denny's. Absolutely. You know, yeah. like, like this is two weeks of breakfast. I just saw you know it, like, I mean?
0: don't at that strip club, dog. Don't act like you fucking <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so it's like I yeah, I'm I mean I'm trying like my whole practice is raising people's vibrations so we can get to the next level. Right. You know, and and like start thinking about the game in like another at another level. And we gotta get the food right. Like that's, that's where we start before we start training, before we start doing anything, like, let's get a solid month of walks and food. Right. You know, like I work with some people that are really overweight and it's like, we're going to walk and we're going to eat a perfect diet and you're going to lose weight. Right. And it's not going to suck. Like, it's going to be good. Like you'll enjoy the food. Right. You know, and when you eat nutrient dense food, like that's on my Instagram and more to come, like you will not overeat. It's so crazy like, how it
0: works. It's so crazy. You
1: know, you're not going to be able to to like you you eat that custard, which I give to my all my clients get that that same custard. If you eat like a half a cup of that, you're like, that was delicious. And I'm totally done.
0: Exactly, man. You know, it's, you fun, know. it's funny too. I, I like what you said about like, you know, when you were talking about how to put the effort in. I, I always related to like people back in the day, like the 40s and the 50s. And like life was extremely hard, you know, like and how to get by. Let's say the Great Depression comes, and Life's like necessarily like it's this hard. And you're doing the bare minimum just to get by because it's this hard. Well, now life's this easy and we still do this. Mm-hmm. Dude, Like you got to have that pen. The pendulum has got to swing the other way. If life is this easy, then you intentionally have to make your life this hard. Yeah. You have to go out of your way to make it less easy because that's just how the life is right now. It's too easy. We got TVs. In other words, like how many times you see, like I said, that parent that gives a kid the iPad, but then harasses the kid 10 minutes later. Like when I was a kid, we used to make sure we we're always looking around and you know, yeah. I, I never was looking down at a screen. Like you gave him the screen. That was easy. Yeah. not looking at a screen cause he can afford it. He's five. Yeah. So, and if, if the screen is there as a distraction, it's our job to make sure that they learn things harder, the, the, the harder way. It just is what it is. And same thing with nutrition. Like it's never been easier to be fat. It's never been easier to have just delicious snacks all the time. There's a 7 Eleven on every corner. You know, it's yeah. never easier to do that. So it ha- you it has to be harder, but to make it, it, that's not a bad thing. That just means it's going to be more rewarding at the end. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. 78% of America's wasted food. Jesus like it's insane and we look at landfills as a barometer of how well our 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 economy is doing right so we look at how well our economy is doing but how much fucking food we throw in the garbage and then we complain that food's too expensive right guess what guess what throughout the entire history of mankind until the last like maybe 100 years less than 100 years maybe 80 years we spent about 90% of our energy procuring food 90% of like our like life force went into just securing food period now we spend like maybe 2% of our energy into getting food
0: absolutely it's insane and we throw it away I see people. I tell them all the time, I'm like, "Where <laughs> you shop at?" And they won't. And then they tell me, "I'm like, dude." And I'm like, "Go, you got to get a grass-fed steak." And they're like, "I can't." Yeah. It's like 15 bucks. Dude. I'm not rich. I'm like, I know you spent 40 bucks on your fucking yeah. haircut, and I know yeah. you got have 150 that you got to took a loan out for that you can't afford. Yeah. But like, yeah. You're, it's not like you don't have money for shit. You just spend it on dumb stuff.
1: And Yeah. And you get this, you get this piece of food, and you like covet it. Do you yes. ever get something from the grocery store? Like a really nice lion's mane mushroom or like a really nice piece of like fatty toro salmon or something. Yes. And you're like, I'm going to absolutely eat all of this.
0: It's a primitive feeling to have it. I do it with like raw milk or like raw yeah. And I'm like, Yeah. Oh, shit. Especially because you know it has an expiration that you're like, oh, I'm going yeah. to
1: of this milk. I'm oh, definitely no. going to drink this $12 thing of milk right here. Yeah. You right, know,
0: <laughs> whatever. You're like, this is yeah. tremendous, man. Or, I love that man. That's exactly what you're talking about, dude. It's it's so true. And uh But we need
1: to feel that way about all of our food that we get.
0: Yes. Yeah. You know man. what
1: I mean? Like we like in our fridge like we don't have hardly any food. You know, like what we have we make and then we get more.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it's not stock to the gills what shit that has, that's not gonna expire for fucking three months. It's it's stuff that yeah. you can make now, or else it goes bad. Basically,
1: yeah. I have some Cetopia fish. That's like a, one of my my affiliate people or whatever. Who James is my buddy, and like I have a piece of compache that's just like in the open air of the fridge. That I'm so excited to eat. <laughs> And I have some grapes. Like I have, like literally, I know I can literally list to you everything that's in my fridge right now. I love it. You know what I mean? Like that's how we need to live.
0: Perfect, dude. You should make a fucking book, man. I'm telling you because
1: <laughs> this, it would start off
0: tremendously. It would start off from like just your past, like we just did, but then lead up to like your daily routines. What do you eat? You know what the people that you've trained and what how a differs yeah. this guy to this guy to this guy. How body types matter. Um, it's fucking funny. It sounds like I'm ripping on the fucking <laughs> <Black lives. laughs> body types. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> body types matter. They matter nutritionally. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think, I think at some point in your future, I think that would be a fucking very smart thing to do. Cause I think it would be not only highly informational, but man, like I, I think you would sell it the correct way. I think the way you move your products, I think the way you teach is clearly a testament to you, man. You're a very personable guy. Um, Very knowledgeable, and that's what doesn't matter what any craft you have, dude. If you're a fucking jujitsu professor, man, if you're knowledgeable and you're personable, people will like you. If you're certain yeah. you have that people will like, people will be drawn to you, man. Because if you're just one, if you're just personal, but you don't know shit, no one cares. If you're just knowledgeable, mm-hmm. you're kind of a dick, no one cares either. So, um, you have the recipe for success, man, and I and I applaud it, dude, for real.
1: Thank you, really. Well, <laughs> if if you are in the LA area or anyone listening to this is in the LA area we just got a house in calabasas to your point um and we're setting up like uh uh my dojo like Same. all my things that I like all my things that I do so I have a treatment room right here where I do body work so you pull up get a treatment and we go up around the back and I got my sauna and my cold plunge and then a kettlebell gym, and then a garden. And, um, you know, I started seeing a, we got my first client um, coming this week, big pro basketball player guy, freaking awesome dude. And, um, you know, we're gonna, I want to start bringing in, like, normal people that want to like, expand, like their knowledge base, like cook with me, and learn like some stuff spend the day and um you know we're super excited to do like these one of little retreats for couples and individuals that want to come up and and make some food and and uh you know i uh if you ask what i do what i do i find your trigger points like i started with just body work where i would like feel all over your body and i'm like oh this is the spot i look at it and And then it's like, now it's like, what do you do? It's like, I help, I find the trigger points and I hang on to them until you let them go. Love it. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like, that's really like, it's just, it's growing. Like what I, the scope of my practice, is just evolving to like more things.
0: Right. You know? Right. I mean, I, I play, I play baseball my whole life. So I use analogies like that all the time. But to me, it's like, you're the coach who's, you know I can't hit a curveball for shit, so you're you're going to teach me how to hit that curveball. You know I can hit the fastball. You're like, that's good. Do that, but that's yeah. Like, we're not working you. on that. Yeah, we have yeah. that. Exactly. Exactly. That. Uh, yeah. Nate, tell everybody where they can find all your stuff, man, all your information.
1: So my Instagram's Nate Schmidt. Uh, website's getnates.com. Um, that's it, pretty much. I think I'm a salty Viking on TikTok. Hell Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, check me out. Uh, I'm, I'm still hundred percent looking at my, uh, Instagram, just me and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, But, but if you do DM me, I actually read all my DMS right now. So if awesome. you're interested in any of this stuff, like hit me up, we're going to start launching some some content and info on the house, the content's all going to start changing completely, like more holistic to like all the different things that I actually do. Yeah. So yeah, we're super excited about it.
0: Very cool, man. I'm, I'm stoked to come on the podcast, man. I, I learned a lot and I had a good time talking to you, man.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate it.
0: Of course, dude, this has been alternate take. We'll see you guys later. Peace. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen, our interview with the legendary Nate Schmidt. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I had a blast. Um, I put all of Nate's products, his website, his bio. I mean, everything you need to know about Nate Schmidt is in the podcast description. Go check that out. Um, it was a great conversation, man. I learned a lot. It's it's very interesting to hear these high level guys give their takes on nutrition, man. It's just an important thing, man. I know for me, that when I'm not clicking on all levels with my diet, I'm just I'm a disaster. I got nothing going on. I'm, I'm procrastinating. It's not going well. So. It's products like his that keep me going, man. So go check out Nate's Functional Creamer. Um, it's tremendous. And thank you guys for tuning in, man. This has been Alternate Take. My name is Danny Rodriguez. And I'll see you guys later. Peace.